The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. This week, we pray for the grace to stand still and listen for God's voice in the noise and chaos of life. This week's reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not subject us to the final test, but deliver us from the evil one. If you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. This week's contemporary voice is from Catherine de Huic Doherty. There is no solitude without silence. True, silence is sometimes the absence of speech, but it is always the act of listening. The mere absence of noise, which is empty of our listening to the voice of God, is not silence. A day filled with noise and voices can be a day of silence if the noises become for us the echo of the presence of God, if the voices are for us, messages and solicitations of God. When we speak of ourselves and are filled with ourselves, we leave silence behind. When we repeat the intimate words of God that he left within us, our silence remains intact. Let these words sink into your soul.
This week's reflection comes from spiritual director Kelly Marriott. Hi, I'm Kelly Marriott, and I'm a spiritual director affiliated with the Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center. As I was praying with this week's scripture, I was reminded of how often my directees bring the topic of prayer to our direction sessions. It usually goes something like this. Does God even hear my prayers? What should I say when I pray? Prayer is boring. I can't find time to pray. Sound familiar? Prayer, at its essence, can be defined as simply talking to God. Yet so many of us struggle with this. I know sometimes I do. Even Henry Nouwen once said, I want to pray, but I also don't want to miss out on anything. Television, movies, socializing with friends, drinking in the world. And we know that Jesus' own disciples humbly admitted in Luke 11:1 1, that they needed help with prayer. So if you're struggling with prayer, take heart because you're in good company. Now Jesus knew we would struggle with this. So in his Sermon on the Mount, he graciously and mercifully gave us a framework, kind of like a little guide for praying. In the passage from Matthew, I was really struck by just how relevant Jesus's words are for us today. You see, he cautions us against praying as a way to gain attention from others. He advises us to go to our inner rooms, it's sanctuary in our heart, and close the door and pray in secret. And what he's saying here is that prayer is a private, intimate moment just between you and God, and it's not meant for public display. Now this goes against our natural desire to seek approval from others. You see, we live in a society that thrives on oversharing. We're constantly posting details of our lives on social media. We tell people what we ate, where we went, what we were wearing, what we did on vacation, what tricks our dogs know. And when we post these details, we're instantly rewarded with likes and followers. We get social affirmation. But when it comes to prayer, Jesus tells us to pray in secret and that our Father will hear us and he'll repay us. So you won't get likes from random strangers or accolades from friends, but you will get to savor some intimate time with our Creator. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, that's a million times better than likes and followers on social media. In this passage, Jesus also gives us some advice about what language we should use. There's no need to get out the thesaurus and use big churchy holy words because this doesn't impress God. Prayer isn't about proving anything. God already knows what we want even before the words leave our lips. He just wants to hear it from us. So if you aren't feeling God, or you doubt that prayer does any good, say that. Tell God exactly how you feel and then ask for his help. I think that's a really beautiful prayer in itself if it's offered sincerely and directly to God. Now, there's another ingredient to prayer that's not mentioned in this passage, but we know it's important, and that's silence and solitude. And we know that these are important to prayer because we read in the Gospels that Jesus often withdrew to a lonely place or to a mountaintop as a way to foster his intimacy with the Father. But how do we foster this same sort of intimacy with our Father if we don't have time to take off for a mountaintop or we can't even find enough silence in our very busy lives so that we can retreat into that inner room. T.S. Eliot's poem, Ash Wednesday, comes to mind here. 
There's a passage in there that says, where shall the word be found? Where will the word resound? Not here, there is not enough silence. And isn't that true for all of us sometimes? There just isn't enough silence. Catherine DeHuick Doherty always offers such beautiful insight into silence. And when I first read the contemporary passage, I really, really connected with it. She says that silence isn't necessarily the lack of noise, which made me feel immensely relieved. And she says that true silence is always found in the act of listening. Let me say that again. Silence isn't a lack of speech or noise. It's just listening to God. Now this should really offer all of us some hope for finding silence in the noisiness of our lives. You see, we just need to stand still and listen. It's that easy. Are the voices swirling all around us maybe echoes of God? Might we find an invitation from God in the crying of a baby or the demands of a boss or the pinging of our cell phone? If we can listen and we can hear the presence of God in the noise, and if we can repeat those deeply intimate words of God that he leaves within us, then we can find true silence and enter into the room and shut the door and pray. Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart. Jesus, teaching the value of solitude, you reserved many moments to reflect. You often departed for solitary places. Withdrawing yourself into the wilderness or going up into a mountain to pray, in loneliness, you spoke to the Father. Teach me to pray in seclusion, to perceive the Father within myself. Teach me to welcome solitary moments to enjoy the solitude within myself while listening to your inspirations. In solitude, your mysteries are uncovered. <laughs>
Amen.